Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The show is about to begin. This is Mark Daly, and you are listening to Concerts That Made Us.
Mark Daly, you're very welcome to Concerts That Made Us. Thank you very much for having me. Really appreciate it. It's great. It's great. The only thing, though, I find it weird that you had to go all the way to America to be interviewed on an Irish podcast. <laughs> yes, that's a bit. It's a bit crazy, but uh, at least uh, we're doing it now. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Now you're currently out there conquering America. You're on a three-week US tour with Mr. Big, including some headline tours. Tell us a bit about it. It's been amazing since the second we got off the flight. It's been all go go go. Uh, the shows at Mr. Big have been amazing. They couldn't be nicer to us. Um, great crowds. We've, we're getting great support. And uh, we've done a couple of headline shows already, and we've got two more left. And those have been overwhelmingly positive as well. Okay, like The people showing up for those shows is just crazy. So very, very happy with how it's going so far. Oh, I could imagine. I could imagine. And, you know, what do you look forward to? You've been to America a couple of times now on tour. What do you look forward to most? I really love the just that our music really fits here. You know, uh, like in Ireland, it is difficult to to tour regularly around the country with with rock music. Um, uh, not to say it can't be done, but I'm just saying out here, it just seems to be received really, really well. Um, and just the perform, performing of is out here is just the best part. It's funny you should mention that. I was going to ask you later on, how do the two scenes compare to each other? And do you feel that rock musicians get recognition in Ireland? I think some of them do, of course, but I think out here for our particular style of music, it just seems to be just fits. Um, we've had the similar kind of thing when we've been in Germany. I feel like it fits really well out there. So I guess it's kind of the style of music. Uh, and it's just it's been taken to so well here. So we're very grateful for that. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Now, an interesting question. What's something you've learned from being on tour with Mr. Big? Uh, they are ultimate professionals. You can see that. They're in the dressing room. They're constantly warming up. They're just, they're they're so focused on the show. And I love learning and watching from bands that have been on the road for so long and seeing them um, and seeing how they work. It's, I'm always like open to learning from the pros. It's fascinating, I'm sure. And on the 2nd of February, then you released I Want to Be More. It's off your upcoming album, The Devil's Arms. Tell us more about the track and what we can expect from the album. So the, the yeah, so that's the first track. We wanted to go with something fun and energetic on the on the first track, especially because we knew it was coming out while we we're on the road. So we wanted this upbeat kind of energetic rock song to to show the first track off the record. But the Devil's Arms record has a lot of different motions and and vibes going on, and there's some deep dark stuff, some heavy stuff, and you know, and a couple of singles that will be you know kind of. Kind of like I want to be more of that commercial kind of rock sound that we wanted to make catchy, want to make fun. And then um, there's two tracks on it called Brighter Days and You Lie that are really dark and deep. So it's nice to have a, a nice mixture between the two. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've mentioned that you feel like your writing has matured since the last time. Did you approach it differently? How has it matured, do you think? I think before I used to kind of write in riddles and fear of being exposed to what I'm talking about or, you know, always trying to like take the attention off myself and the song. And with this record and lately I've just been, as you get older, you care less, don't you? (laughs) I'm just like, I'm just going to write about real life situations, real life relationships, real life, you know, goings on. And I I feel like the, the songs are just more honest and human because of that. 
Yeah, yeah. Now it's it was produced by Brian Virtue. He's worked with the likes of Audio Slave, Jane's Addiction, Thirty Seconds to Mars. What's it like working with someone like that? Can you kind of take some of the pressure off and just relax a bit when you know you're in such good hands? It is a nice feeling because, like, when when we heard Brian was coming on board for the record, we were first of all we're absolutely thrilled because so many bands that we're influenced and listened to. Uh, and the fact that he was coming in, but I just felt that kind of safety. I was like, I knew it was going to be, I knew it was going to be strong production. And when he walked into the studio and we met him straight away, we clicked and he got the very best out of us for sure. And I have to ask, how are the songs going down live? Really, really well. Surprising, like not surprisingly well, because we did add in the brighter days track that I was telling you about, which is kind of the a darker, kind of slower one. And the boys in the band were just like, we have to play it live. Let's give it a go. And we've changed the set list quite a few times since we've arrived. And we got it maybe show four. We put in Brighter Days. And we've en- we've ended up putting in half the new album into the set when the originally it was only going to be like two tracks off the record. And we just thought, why not? You know, and we have the, the album uh, exclusively for sale uh, just on tour. So you can only pick it up at a show. And uh, the full album's not out until the summer. So it's kind of a different approach and the fact we're playing so many songs off at live. Uh, I joke with the audience and I say every night, like, don't you dare leak this new music because we'd hate to get well known out here. You know, it'd be awful if people started listening to our music, you know. So I've been kind of joking with that every night and we just we're just enjoying it so much playing all the new songs. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. What's your downtime like? Are you getting any downtime? I know on your a couple of days off, you were shooting music videos, photo shoots. It's been, it's been nonstop. Uh, yesterday was our first like proper day off where we'd nothing on uh, since we got here, and it's been. I like that though on tour. Just the more that's planned, the better, and it makes you know being away from home. I think the days off when you're away from your kids and stuff, it's really hard because you're thinking about home and the kids but I like to be full of like a work schedule to and, and it flies by uh, we're shooting two music videos now today and then back uh, with the New York City show tomorrow so it's, there's always something happening which is great yeah yeah true true I'm intrigued now when you come back home what's it like because you know what Irish people are like they're like oh here's your man from Torn America he's a big shot now what's it actually like Ah, it's nice. Like um, my local, like I live out in the countryside a bit, so all the locals are really, um, really supportive and nice, and they're all looking for the stories of the tour, and uh, it's great support there. But I don't really, really, we don't really perform in Ireland. Maybe once a year, we play a couple of tunes. Like we play, maybe Cork, Dublin, Belfast once a year. Right, right. Interesting, interesting. It's almost like you can have an alter ego than your normal mark at home, just, you know, everyday normal guy. And then yeah. in other countries, you're the rock star. It's funny because I get home from tour and then I'm like, right, I'm just going to be like, my wife would be laughing. I'd be out cutting the grass and like doing like the all these things. And she was like, oh, here we go. This will last for about three weeks. And that's exactly And <laughs> after three weeks. And I was like, OK, I need to go back on the road. Uh, yeah, but it's lovely to come, lovely to come home and just like, hang out with the kids and have that like free time after tour of downtime. And then I work in my studio at home writing. Then as soon as like a few days of being home wears off. The itch starts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The podcast is called Concerts That Made Us. So I have to ask you as a concert goer, what concerts have made you, do you think? 
I've been to, I suppose, so many. In recent years, There's it's been so hard to get to them because it's like when you're performing yourself, it's so hard to get out to shows. But um, I remember when I was younger, going to a few Counting Crow shows and really, really like getting into, like listening to Adam Ritz lyrics and being like, I want to songwrite like that. I want to be able to like write like ridiculously deep lyrics and, and, and honest lyrics. So I have to say Counting Crows was a big, big live concert for me that something clicked. Yeah, yeah. I suppose when you look at the songwriting and your songwriting, it does kind of, you can see the progression, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, are you able to switch off when you go to a gig these days? As you said, it's hard to get to them. Are you able to kind of switch off and just enjoy the show or are you standing there kind of critical? No, I actually, I do think I I can just switch off and enjoy it. Um, to go with the, the lads in the band now, the guitarist and the like, and the drummer, they'd be listening out for everything. But I feel I've figured, I'm always listening for the lyrics. Um, and I, 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 yeah, I can switch off at gigs and just enjoy them. Good to hear, good to hear. Now, the moment we're all waiting for, for any listeners that haven't caught one of your shows, what are they like? Give us the full experience if you can. I've, we are very reserved during the day, building up our energy. So we're all nice and calm during the day. But as soon as we go out on stage, I like to think that we, every one of us goes out with absolutely everything we got. We're, we're highly energetic on stage. We move, move around, we get into it. We've got, you know, boys are doing harmonies. We've got like, just, I feel like we've got a really good live show. And, and then a lot of people that watch the show are very complimentary of the energy that we put in. So I have to say an energetic kind of raw band would be the, the way to describe it. Nice, nice. Sounds like a good time. Now, if you think of all the shows you've ever played in your career, is there one that sticks out as the most perfect experience you've had? I feel like every night in, in the US just gets better. I feel like the last US show that we did was probably our best because, I, I, like I said earlier, about figuring out the set list and getting it just right. With the new songs and a mixture of the old ones, I just feel like every show is, and hopefully tomorrow night in, in New York City will be uh, the best one ever. <laughs> Keep building on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. If we take that question now and flip it around, is there a show that you would say is the worst experience you've had and how did you overcome it? Not on this tour, thank God, but there has been shows in the US where like there's been sound issues or something's gone wrong during the set and it does creep into your mind and it does affect you for a minute, but I, I feel like with the experience that we have now of doing so many shows on the road, I uh, can shake it off pretty quickly. And we talk about it in the dressing room afterwards being like, oh, that was a bit tough. And then we kind of get into the next track and kind of and bring it back. So I feel like we, we, we need we need that to happen every now and then to just Keep you learn how to get through it then, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, when it comes to showtime then, what's your pre-show and post-show ritual? How do you psych yourself up and how do you wind down afterwards? Uh, both both with whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd, we'd, uh, we'd have a little shot in the dress room and we'd all tell each other, you know, let's go out and absolutely smash this gig. And uh, after we're not a big headline band yet, so uh, we, after the show, we're just packing down gear and I'm running out to the merchandise booth. So uh, it, the pre-show ritual is basically a quick drink and uh, a quick pep talk and get psyched up and go out there, go out there with all the energy we got. I like it. I like it. Now, before we dive into the last couple of questions, so future plans, when is the album out? 
more gigs, more tours? Yes, we're working on a couple of more tours uh, for the US this year, and um, possibly some shows in Ireland as well. And we usually do a couple of shows in Germany. So that's all in the works right now. And we have a bunch of music videos coming. We've shot three since we got here. Oh, and the record will be out in yeah, June, July. So uh, there'll be a single from the record every four weeks. So we're drip feeding the, the, the release like a waterfall release. So the next one will be out next month in March. And then April, May, and then the record will be coming then shortly after that. So it's it's nice to have something con- constantly happening. Mm, exactly, exactly. You have to let me know when them Irish dates are happening. I will be straight there. <laughs> nice on that big glass. I love it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, the last couple ones. There are a couple of random odd questions, but I'm intrigued to see your answers. The first one, what are you currently obsessed with? Musically or just in general? In general. Um, it's got to be music. <laughs> just <laughs> constantly listening to new bands. And yeah, and my obsession off tour is kind of taking my son fishing and going for walks with the my kids, my daughter and my wife and stuff. So a nice balance between the two. Exactly. I like it. I like it. The next one. If you could see any performer from history in concert for one night only, who would it be? I think Pink Floyd. Ah, nice. That's today's answer, the first band that jumped into it. I would love to see them in their prime at a show and just be jaw on the floor. Yeah, be unreal. Unreal. Yeah. If you could collaborate with any musician from history, who would it be and what sort of song would you write? Weirdly enough, my like one of my favourite artists in the world, uh, bands in the world, is Blue October from Texas in the US. And I did a songwriting retreat with them uh, in August or September last year and ended up kind of hitting it off with them. And uh, the end result is that we're going to be collaborating on a, a song this year. Oh, so man. it's actually making a, a dream dream come true because that would have been my answer last year. And then this year we're actually collaborating, which is crazy. Just goes to show dreams can come true. So <laughs> absolutely it's been it's been kind of like that for the last year or two everything's that's happened even shooting the videos today it just feels like so much positive things are happening and and it's good to stop and realize it because you know it goes so fast that you're just like going through the motions but even today now it just took a second when we're shooting the video to be very grateful that we're here and making it happen definitely definitely and the final one so what's your go-to album Go to album. I so I I obsess over records and then move on from it. You know, I like I listen to every time I get into the car, I put on a particular record, and then after a while, I move on to another one. But uh, uh, back to Pink Floyd. I think over like since I started playing music, Dark Side of the Moon records, it's just like you drive him back from a late night gig and you put that on the car. It's just like amazing. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't agree more. Mark, listen, it has been an absolute blast. Best of luck with the rest of the tour. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you having me on and uh, looking forward to meeting you in Ireland. Get smart
I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. And if you're interested in signing up the Band Builder Academy, use the link in the show notes below and enter the code CONCERTS and you'll receive 10% off. So, until next time, keep rocking. Hey. Hey, what are you guys still doing here? The show's over. It's over. You can go home. Go on. We'll see you next time. We'll be here. Bye.